As we reach the last show, the last show of the Raw before the Money in the Bank, Vince Russo flexing his guns as always, ready to rock and roll. I am Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of the Legion of Raw. Vince Russo, 30,000 foot view thoughts of this week's oh, show boy. for Raw. Oh boy, oh boy. Um. I just, I'm trying to understand, and Chris, you've spoken about this before. They're trying to promote money in the bank big time for this weekend. Mm -hmm. But yet Riddle cuts a promo and says, I challenge Gunther for the Intercontinental title. Why would you be competing in a money in the bank match then if Riddle can just go up to Gunther and challenge him for an IC title? I don't that that's what I mean, bro, about consistency, about nuances, about not making sense. The 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 whole show is revolving around money in the bank. And on that same show, Riddle says, Oh yeah, I just went up to Gunther and uh, challenged him to a shot for a shot at the IC title. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Especially since uh, uh money in the bank contract winners can cash in for a mid card championship now. Yeah anything right and they, they cast it for anything so what he just said was well, i'll just skip the money in the bank yeah and just go right. for the exactly yeah. and bro he chris i gotta ask you a question i want to throw this out to sports key to nation because tonight would have been the perfect opportunity to do it chris honestly What's the last unpredictable thing the WWE really did? I mean, unpredictable that you never saw coming and it totally caught you by surprise. Um, Vince McMahon coming back after retiring. <laughs> bro, you know what I would have done? He, he See, something like this, bro. This is how you can spark things, okay? So we got this NXT kid, uh, Carmelo Anthony. Mm -hmm. We got him uh, wrestling Finn Balor. Last okay. Carmelo Hayes, yes. Okay, bro. Now, hear me out, Chris. Everybody knows Finn Balor is not beating Seth Rollins. Okay, mm -hmm. Finn, ba Finn Balor is done. The only time Finn Balor means anything is when he's the demon. He's done. He means nothing. So everybody knows that Rollins is going to go over. Bro, why not? Why not have that match earlier in the night? Carmelo Anthony goes over. Now he gets the shot at Seth Rollins, who invited him to the event. And we go to Money in the Bank, 
and he screws Seth Rollins out of the title. Hmm. See, why, why can't we just do something that simple to shake something up? Yeah, I was thinking something being shaken up today because I, I, I'm I'm with you on that, Vince. That there has to be something that's not as predictable. And here's the thing, I'm not, I'm not super critical about predictable if the predictable falls in with the captivating story. Like for instance, I like the bloodline story, and the bloodline was going to have. Sammy and KO defeat the Usos. I mean, that was predictable. People knew that the Usos were going to lose the tag titles at WrestleMania. That's fine. However, there's no story with this. So how in the world, again, I say this all the time, Vince, there's two-thirds of the Raw audience don't watch NXT. Right. So how are you going to automatically cause two-thirds of the audience to automatically get into Carmelo Hayes, who's, you know, he has the look, talented guy, but a wrestling match isn't going to captivate two-thirds of the audience and say, oh, man, this guy's money. We need to have him back, especially if he loses his first match. And if people don't watch NXT, that basically puts NXT on a platter as if they're the lesser brand because Carmelo comes out with his NXT championship and loses to the number one contender of the world championship. Who's been fodder for a long time. Who's going to be fodder for Seth Rollins. So it makes him look worse. Bro. I swear. I've never seen Carmelo Hayes before. This is the first time I'm seeing him. I don't watch NXT and bro. The first thing I'm saying after I saw him talk and I think they did a little package or something. My first impression is, oh, we've got another Montez Ford. Hmm. That, 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 nothing special at all whatsoever. Very similar to the Montez Ford character. And like I said, okay, bro, he comes on this show. Finn beats him. You want to make somebody, bro. He scores the upset. Now he replaces Finn and he screws Seth. Now, now you've made somebody special. But but to debut somebody like this, to have him do a job for Finn yeah. Balor, does nobody any good. But I'll tell you, I'll, I'll I'll tell you who they did more harm to tonight than anything. First of all, bro, I I've I've figured this out, okay? They're beating Damian Priest to death, Chris, because they're turning him babyface. Yeah. So that, that that's why they're going to keep beating him as a heel, beating him as a heel, yeah. because what their thinking is once he turns babyface, the people are going to be with him, and none of this is going to matter. Yeah. But I'll tell you what does matter. Because, bro, back in the day, if you would have booked this guy this way, potential opponents, top-name opponents, bro, they would have said, I ain't going to work with that guy. If if he's going 50-50 with a mid-carter, right. I, I ain't going to work. Are you kidding me, Gunther, going 50-50 with Sami Zayn? Right. Are, are you guys out of your freaking minds? Bro, the big splash from the top and Sami Zayn's kicking out. Bro, back in the day, if they would have done that with a big guy and then you would have went to Nash or you would have went to Taker or you would have went to Kane, they would have said, 
I'm not working with this guy. He's he's damaged good. I don't understand. I understand Damian Priest, bro, who's going to be a babyface. Why are you letting a guy like Gunther go 50-50 with Sami Zayn? Yeah. Oh, Chris, what, what, what do you think the reasoning? Now, now, Chris, again, if this were a house show that nobody is seeing, fine. No problem whatsoever. The only people that are going to see are the people in the arena. When you're putting this on national television, you're just cutting Gunther's you-know-what right off, bro. Yeah, I think because WWE is such a wrestling – well, pro wrestling in general, man. It's, it's such a wrestling-heavy product nowadays that they think that they're putting someone like a Gunther over because he had a hard-fought victory, and it makes him feel like a stronger character. now. In any type of like this is a this is supposed to be a comic book come to life. This is sports entertainment, so they're entertaining you. So it's it's an episodic television series. So why in the world would you have first of all, I don't even think that Sami Zayn and Gunther should have been a thing because mind you, Sami Zayn's a tag team champion, so he needs to be protected as well. And there's so many people back in catering that could have because you know how nowadays you just bump into them and that's a match. Right. Why can't Gunther be per, like preparing or talking to Ludwig Kaiser? Someone bumps into him. He gets he gets trampled. That turns into the ring. Gunther squashes him, and that builds up to Matt Riddle. Someone like a priest or a Shinsuke Nakamura or someone like uh, uh, Gunther going 50-50. Like, if you're booking this... You want the challenger and the champion to look the strongest because whoever wins is going to look stronger than the strongest person. If the person looks weak in 50-50, that's not really a quality win. Like if like again, I go back to college football events. If Ohio State is playing Michigan and Michigan goes in six and six or six and five, right? They're not going Ohio State beating Michigan isn't going to have that much impact toward the next step than to if they come in 12 and 0 or 11 and 1. Me us us beating Michigan at 12 and 1 or 11 and 0 has much more impact than us beating Michigan at 6 and 6. And so even from a competitive sports standpoint, you have to like it's it's better for the other team, the opposition, to look as strong as possible because they have much that that win has much more impact than some 50 50. Yeah, yeah. How does it make logical sense in pro wrestling to beat someone who's 50 50 and that makes you look stronger somehow? That's why, bro, you need to get the undercard over as well. Perfect example if Gunther would have been booked against D'Lo Brown in his prime. Mm. Okay, and 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 Gunther would have beaten D'Lo Brown. You would have believed Gunther beat somebody. Yeah, that's yeah. why you need to get the undercard yeah. over, bro. Yeah, but you got a guy like Sami Zayn out there going, and this guy can't put Sami Zayn away. Come on, bro, what are you doing, man? Agreed, very much. All right, we got Joseph Gonzalez four nine nine super chat. Why is Raquel Rodriguez, a.k.a. Backless Aggression, 
interested in the women's tag titles when she targeted Ripley last week. Where's the consistency? Good point, man. See, now, wouldn't it, what Joseph is saying, how much of a better story, Chris, would it have been if, you know, uh, 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 Rackle Rodriguez is, uh, you know, her and Liver tag team champions, Liv gets hurt. So now Rodriguez is on her own. Now she's going after Ronda Rousey on her own. Now Liv's comes back. And now Rodriguez says, well, man, I didn't know how long you were going to be gone, man. They were, they were saying you were going to be gone like three months. I kind of, I'm kind of in this thing with the, that's what, that's what I'm talking about, Chris. That's all you have to do to create some interest. That's it, bro. It's a story, I, man. I you, know, you have Rachel Rodriguez say, listen, with all due respect, I finally got my shot on Raw. Yeah. Am I supposed to wait around till right. you're here? I mean, I mean th- these are the simple things that you could do to add some spice to the show. And it, it just looked like, if you think about it from just an objective standpoint, like I'm with someone who was a makeshift tag team, and yes, we won the titles, but she couldn't cut the mustard because she got hurt. So we lost the titles. And then I had an opportunity to do a stare down with the world champion from a single standpoint. Why would I want to go back to you and go for the tag titles when I have an opportunity to be world champion now? Like I just, and and, and that's the promo you, you, you just cut the promo. That's the promo. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Uh, we got Jordan plays $5 super chat. I honestly didn't like Carmel losing here. The champ loses the fan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what a way to showcase NXT. And I think, again, with this wrestling heavy crowd, WWE's like, okay, well, at least he gets a main roster opportunity, gets a showcase to, you know, be on the big stage. So, but he has a title match tomorrow. So it makes it feels like, okay, he's going back to the minor leagues after <laughs> having a, a major league opportunity. Chris, this is the, uh, this is the button I hit when uh, I'm going to hit you with a conspiracy theory. Okay. Bro, is this Vince McMahon shoving it up Triple H's backside? I thought, I thought about that too. You, you gotta, you gotta look at that, bro. You've got to look at that because whether Triple H is still as much tied in with NXT as he was because now it's you know it's like Shawn Michaels is baby okay yeah. for NXT talent to come to the main roster and do a job I'm telling you bro that is that is Vince's pettiness of sticking it to Hunter man I wouldn't be surprised at that's that. like Vince saying to Hunter bro I'm big league yeah. and Hunter. Your little league, just like WWE is big league and NXT is little. I'm telling you, bro. People think I'm on I'm insane, Chris, when I say this stuff. Guys, I worked there. Okay. I saw the pettiness firsthand. And when you see something like this, Chris, like you said, bro, you gotta ask the question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. You have to, man, because, again, I'm a logical person, man. I'm a psychology doctor. It's just logic to me. How does it logically make sense for someone to be showcased from NXT only to be fodder to the person who's going to be fodder to the champion? Like, how does that showcase NXT? You're just fodder to fodder. I mean, like, it makes absolutely no sense from a 
trajectory point of view, at the at the end of all this, he was lesser than the lesser. You know what I mean? So it just it, it didn't do anything as far as a showcase. It may it, it caused his name to be on the main roster, yes. But at the same time, he's going to go back to NXT. He's not going to most likely he's not going to come back on Raw, at least for the time being. And so he was just used for the sake of making Finn look good. And at the end of the day, if Vince really was trying to make someone and showcase someone, that's not the way to do it. Chris, I'm going to give you the sports analogy now. You're 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 playing triple A A baseball, you're batting 350. Mm-hmm. They move you up to the big club. You bat a buck fifty, they send you back to AAA. What is that? You couldn't make it in the bigs, bro. Yeah. There's no other you you bro. He could have gave him a hell of a fight, a hell of a no, bro. There's no other way to twist it, man. You 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 you're the you're the you're the little fish. You know you're the big fish in the small pond at NXT. Yeah. But once you come and you're the little fish in the big pond. There's no other way to look at it, bro. No, there's not. Absolutely not. Uh, we got uh, Rod Williams with a $2 super sticker and another $2 uh, super chat asking, why does Roman has uh, has three have three belts? I like I like I like uh, Roman three belts. I just think it, uh, he's a megalomaniac. And so, uh, what, what what are the three belts? You, you always, bro. Why do you? Why do? Why does every show you got to explain the belt situation to me? Bro? Oh, okay. <laughs> so he is yeah. the undisputed WWE champion. All right. Okay. So he had the 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 undisputed and the wwe championship and so now he has the gold background belt so that is kind of like a unification of the two but that usually makes that that usually makes someone discard the two belts that are unified but no roman reigns said no i'm not going to do that i'm going to keep the old wwe championship and the universal championship with the unified championship so now he uh, showcases three belts now. Yeah, well, that's uh, you just confused me even more, uh, Doctor. So. so that's his power hungry attempt to say that I've, you know, I've got it all. But the crazy thing is, as of the last time I checked, which was last week, Roman Reigns is holding the new belt, but he's but he is on the site as both WWE champion. <laughs> A universal champion, so he's got. He's not even a unification on the website, man. And so it's it's, it's nuts. And um, I heard that as soon as he loses, like the championship, they're going to um, they're going to abandon the universal championship or something like that. I'm I'm calling Uncle on that one still, bro. <laughs> so as of now, even with the WWE superstars on the on the WWE.com website. If you go to the list of superstars, it shows you the champions. And right now it says, so it's crazy because it was just Roman on both and it automatically went off. And now it says Roman Reigns undisputed WWE universal champion. So now they changed it as of this week because it was it was Roman Reigns two pictures of Roman Reigns holding the same belt and two different uh, champions. <laughs> uncle, uncle. It's just, <laughs> it just, 
it's so confusing, man. I, I wonder, I wonder if they're doing this just to um, stick it to the fans <laughs> because, like, this stuff is just super confusing. He's the undisputed WWE Universal Champion, so there's no dispute that he's the top yeah. champion. And you didn't even you didn't even bring Seth's belt into the conversation. Yeah. You didn't even bring that into the conversation. Robin Reigns is undisputed, and then there's the world of what champions. Yes, yes. What what whatever, bro. Oh man, indeed. All right, we got Jordan plays again. Ten dollars. Did Cody give away the Damian Priest matchup during the first segment? Then Dom acted like he was getting a secret opponent backstage, but Cody already said it was Damian. No. I thought that the uh, that that segment was about uh, uh, Dom's secret opponent. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was it too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Young Reckless one ninety nine. <laughs> Where's Drew in all this? Uh, well, we may see. There's some rumors of a potential comeback soon. Uh, you know, some people are saying uh, Money in the Bank. You know, he's a he's a UK guy, man. So. That would be interesting if uh, he came in as an, an eighth person. I don't think this will happen, but I think it'll be cool. I, I, you know, I, I got to, bro, listen, this is what I don't understand, Chris. And I guess I don't understand this because I, as I get older, time and time is more valuable to me. Yeah. Okay. Bro, when you're in, when you're in a position like Drew, and bro, come on, let's face it. Drew's a millionaire. Drew's got a crap load of money. Okay, Drew knows he's getting book like crap and his value is less and less and less and less. Yeah. Um I I know Drew's contract was up or something to that effect. Bro, if you're Drew, why not let your contract expire? Take some time off. Enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want to do. Then come back fresh in a couple of years. You know they're going to pay you through the you-know-what. And hopefully at that time, things are better. I I don't understand that with with wrestlers. I really don't because they have the money. There's no question about it. It's not like they can't afford to take time off. The creative is horrible, horrendous, and hurting them. And they can take time off, come back in in a couple of years, and make even more money. Yeah. I just, I, I, bro, we've talked about this, Chris. We've talked about it affecting your brand. Sure, absolutely. And I just that 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 if I had enough money to to do that, that's exactly what I would do. Let my contract expire. You know what? All good, bro. No hard feelings. No nothing. I'm going to take a little bit of time off. Enjoy life for a little. Heal your body up. Two years. I guys, you know, listen, man, I'm available. I'm ready, blah, blah, blah. You're going to make more money. You're going to have enjoyed life for a couple of years. You're going to rest the body a little bit and hopefully come back in a better spot. Yeah, I think it would increase the stock. Um, so I, I, I sent you something in the private chat. I sent you a link. Click on the link and uh, and let me know what uh, <laughs> what comes up when you oh, click. Come on, Chris. What? See, Chris, you 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 know I'm borderline dementia, and that's why you keep doing this to me. 
That's why you keep doing because we got Roman Reigns. <laughs> I, I'm going to try to figure this out. Okay. Yes. WWE Championship. Yes. Universal Championship. <laughs> uh, yeah. so he's holding the gold belts. The gold belts. But it's still showing two lineages of oh, two champions. Bro. I, I, bro, I can't even look at this because it's 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 too confusing to me. I can't I can't process that, bro. <laughs> so yeah, so soon you, you, there's there's the title history for the Universal Championship and the title history for both the Universal and the WWE Championship. And Roman Reigns is the representative on this WWE site of both championships actively uncle but he's the undisputed like there's no dispute that he is the guy he is the champion but then there's a heavyweight champion Chris, what is this what 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 is this sound you're hearing you ready yep i hear uh a hand uh hitting a, a table yeah that's me I'm tapping, tapping out. out i am <laughs> tapping out on, i am tapping out on the entire i'm tapping out on two things tonight what's that the entire title situation and the 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 reason for money in the bank those are the two yeah. things i am totally tapping out for tonight sure. yeah man and, and then they're doing this uh, Roman Reigns is a thousand day champion, and there and it's funny. I don't know if you. I, I'm about to make you tap on another thing too, actually. So, 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 look. I think that I'm a, I'm a huge fan of uh, just bringing out the extremes of things to make it seem much more illogical uh, for someone to think of. So here's the thing. So they're do, they're, I, do oh. I need do I need to take notes on this? <laughs> gonna, I, I got my pen. Go ahead. I'm gonna write this down. I'm gonna see if I can follow Chris. Okay. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. So WWE is booking Roman Reigns to be a thousand day champion. Right. Okay. Right. But he's not in a thousand day WWE champion because he was not the WWE okay. champion. For a thousand days, so therefore WWE cannot use the verbiage of Roman Reigns has been WWE Bro, champion for a thousand days because he's been Universal champion for over a thousand days and only WWE championship for four hundred plus. Why are they doing this? What? What? Why are they just making all of this so confusing, bro? Why? Why? It's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. <sighs> and now he's saying. And, and when when they did the thousand day ceremony thing, they were showing like champions from like everywhere, like yeah. NWA and, and everywhere, just just to make it seem like, okay, well we know he's not the WWE champion, but he's the Universal champion. A belt that's only been around for seven years, and for <laughs> and the very fact that he's not WWE champion, we can't say that because yeah. he's not. He's he, he's not a thousand day reign holder of the WWE Championship, so he's got a he's got about another uh, two or so years for that. So they won't they won't say that he's been WWE champion for over a thousand days. So 
That's how logical it uh, it sounds, which it's it sounds illogical. So that's the WWE for you, guys. Lord. It all comes from the top, man. Indeed, it all. Indeed. I'm sorry, bro. Russo's brand comes with it from the top. Chris's business comes from the top. Yeah. WWE comes from the top, bro. Indeed, man. Indeed, Michael Anthony, two ninety nine. What do you think about this, man? Dom is becoming a channel change. Channel change, bro. I'm gonna say this about Dom, and I know I'm, I'm gonna get you know the Conan heat because that's his godson, and, and I'm gonna say it anyway because I'm always honest, bro. You know who's booing Dom? Kids, kids, kids are booing. Dom. Adults are not booing Dominic. Kids are booing. Kids can relate to Dominic Bowie. Now, here's why I'm saying this, bro. I've got nothing against this kid. I love Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio was always very good to me throughout my career. I want Dominic to, to, to do so well. This has always been my problem with Dominic. I've said it on this show. He looks like a kid. Yeah. And, bro, they, they don't do anything to make him look older. In in other words, bro, if he were viciously attacking people, mm-hmm. all right, bro, he looks like a kid, but this kid's got a mean streak and he's dangerous. That That's not what you get. Yeah. You get a, a wrestler that looks like a kid and is acting like a kid. Yeah. To me, bro, that doesn't translate to heat. That translates to a kid acting like a kid. That, 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 guys, that's just how I feel. I got nothing against the dude. Uh, you know, I mean, for him to be competing at this level at his age is unbelievable. But from day one, I've just never gotten by the, 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 the kid-like looks and they're not doing anything creatively to help that. Yeah. I think that with with Dom, like I said before, I like I don't care what type of heat it is, if it's kids, if it's adults, I think that you need to capitalize on that, man. <clears throat> and if you if y'all really don't like him, let's put it to the test. Because if like I, I think that they should do something like start a junior heavyweight division and make him champion like the junior heavyweight champion because stuff like that will really give him heat and it will really build up another star man and i think that you need to capitalize on the heat but i agree with you vince i think that dom needs to if if i was him man if i was someone in the back because he because he came in as ray's son so he was clean shaven had this had the short haircut I'm glad that he had the has the Eddie look now, but he still looks young. I mean, he still is young. I mean, he's still in his early 20s, but I think that what he or mid 20s, I think is now. But I think that he needs to go ahead and grow a beard, man. He needs to grow a beard. May, that'll look him look more thuggish and ruggish. And I think that he needs to get to the point where he stopped being the whole mommy thing. You know, it Chris, makes him look more kitty. I'm going to go into your wheelhouse uh, psychology. Here's what I see. They're trying to mix two things that don't mix because they don't make sense. You help me with this. Number one, they're trying to, he's a punk kid. Mm -hmm. Bro, punk kids 
are not chicken you know what heels right, right. They're, they're they're not bro yeah. we just had three punk kids here bro three punk kids are going away to jail for life bro they were they were on the side of they were throwing boulders at cars and they killed a girl that's a punk kid. Yeah. A punk kid is not a chicken you know what heel. Though Chris, those two personalities don't go hand in hand. Am, am I right or wrong? They're two completely different personalities. Yeah, a punk kid is trying to feel relevant. It's trying to be relevant because this person is typically insecure and is someone who wants to fit in a crowd so he does something to kind of initiate him into society you know what i mean or or that's what punk kids typically do that's the reason why you have so many people pulling out uh, cell phones to feel relevant and 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 bullying and stuff that's, like that. that's what i was gonna say chris a yeah. punk kid is gonna be more of a bully, yeah. correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're they're trying to mix him with two completely different personalities that don't work for me. Yeah, and, and the chicken crap heel, you know, I mean, you, you're you're kind of like poking and going away, poking and going away, you know right? I mean? And so that's the type of flavor that you're doing, but it's not really making him feel like an adult. If one, he was already off the base a punk kid that was the whole point of his heel turn so right. like, the, the point of his heel turn is because he was a punk kid to his father and it's not helping because he's using mommy so he's still a punk kid by calling someone mommy that's not going to cause him to come out of, out on his own and have his own identity bro you're a punk kid when your father starts getting older and you want to fight him now, yes. <laughs> bro, because there comes a, there comes a time, and Chris, again, you're a psychologist, not me, but there comes a time, bro, when the tables turn where, you know, your whole life, your father could beat your butt, mm -hmm. but then you get into that age where yeah. you can smack daddy around. Yeah. That's where he was. Now that's a punk kid, yeah. but now we hide behind mommy. We slap it. Now, now that's a whole different persona and personality. Yeah, very true, man. Indeed. We have uh Michael Anthony once again, 299 for the chat. Ron is 25 and looks more intimidating than Dom. Yeah, I think Dom's 25 too. So that, that's a great point, Michael, because yeah, I mean, and especially like knowing Bron's background, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like, bro, it probably was not easy. Right. Growing up being that kid. Very so true. that 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 is a great analogy, Anthony. A great analogy. Like, bro, I don't watch NXT, but when I see Braun, yeah. I don't think of kid. Yeah, he looks legit. Yeah. 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 yeah Dom is 26. And so at this point, man, he's <laughs> he's four years away from 30, man. He needs to that's he needs to uh, grow some some facial hair, man. Let it grow, man. Let it grow. So uh, otherwise he's playing like how 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 are you going to be marketable as a top heel by being a rebellious punk kid who hides behind someone you call mommy i i don't know bro. how is that a marketable top heel man <laughs> just i don't get it yeah. i mean like if again cash out on this heat cash out on the booze let him step away from Rhea. 
and started, you know, getting some reps in, man, starting to feel like just coming in and just running roughshod, bringing chairs in, coming out with a pipe, you know what I mean? Just just going in on people, man. Like, he shouldn't go 50-50 with Akira Tozawa. You know what I mean? Like, I, why are you – how are you going – how are you marketing Dominic by going 50-50 with Akira to, Tozawa, someone who d- got defeated by Rhea Ripley? And so if he's trying to come out of the shadows of Rhea Ripley, he's showing us from this match that he's not as good as Rhea Ripley because Rhea Ripley was able to demolish Akira Tozawa. Yeah. So and, and mind you, and mind you, this goes back to the whole Michigan six and six thing. You're trying to build up Dominic to make him look strong for a Cody win, but he can't even barely get past Okiro Tozawa. Yeah. How is that making him look stronger for it? How how is that making Cody Rhodes look stronger if he were to be Dominic? And this is what's worse. If Dominic, I don't even care if it's a banana peel finish. If Dominic somehow gets through Cody, just think about how much that makes Cody oh look my worse than Akira Tozawa, man. Just I don't get the logic, man. It just makes absolutely no sense to me. Yeah. Young Reckless 499. <laughs> One, what's the point of Cody being on Raw? It makes no sense. Uh should be chasing reigns. Two, do you think they should replace Damian with Balor? As leader, uh, what are your thoughts on that, Vince? Yeah, bro, this is like, again, this is what I don't understand, bro, because um, Cody, you know, got derailed by Lesnar and he was in a program with Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Then he started the whole thing. Lesnar doesn't want to come to Raw because he's afraid of me. Mm-hmm. That's where, again, if Vince Russo is writing, now I'm going to Brock's house. Yeah. Guess what, bro? Brock don't come to me. I'm going to Brock's house. And, bro, you, you mean to tell me even if this is Brock's time off, he won't film something at his house, right. not wanting to leave home? They could, bro, Cody could have stalked him around Texas. We could have, that's what I would have done. But it's exactly what Young Reckless is saying. This is what happened with Cody. Think think yeah. about it. The, the object, Chris, is to keep raising, you know, keep getting that talent to the next level and the next level and the next level. Cody went, like Young Reckless says, from Roman Reigns to Brock Lesnar to Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. Okay, bro. Like, that, that increased his value? No, it did not. And it's interesting, man, because it's crazy because a lot of the I thought about this recently. Now, people were mad at Cody and AEW uh, and, and they just didn't like him as a baby face. And uh, a lot of people saying he was getting a lot of spotlight. But it's weird because they didn't like they, they talk about people winning matches all the time and not putting people over who are veterans. Cody put over Darby Allen, Sam Guevara. MJF, Chris Jericho, Brody Lee, Malachi Black, like he was putting over, you know, minus Chris Jericho, like stars, developing stars. And he even put over, uh, it made QT Marshall look important and Marshall's click, you know, Anthony Agogo, he, he was in and he was in for AEW for a, for a hiccup and left, you know what I mean? Like he was making people but he was getting booed out of this building because of that. 
But now he comes in and he wins the Royal Rumble, main events, mania against Roman Reigns, beats Seth Rollins three times, beats Brock Lesnar, and now he's a hero. Like I, I don't, I don't get the logic there, man. Like either, either you're going to complain about people winning so much and not putting people over, and then when you put people over, you complain about it in AEW. I just. It doesn't make any sense to me. It just goes to show that the pro wrestling fans are really a a different uh, set of you know people, a different crowd, a different animal. And at the end of the day, like again, if we're not one of them, it's just a matter of how we're going to showcase ourselves getting over. Let's just pick someone to cheer a boo and just run with it. Well, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's exactly what you're saying, Chris. It's like, they're so uh, fickle and they can't make up their mind and they flip flop. And that's exactly why you can't let them dictate. hundred percent. That is exactly why, bro. Absolutely. 100% man. And you have to build riveting stories enough to allow us to be captivated in the story so much that we're not even worried about putting ourselves over with the tribalistic mindset that I talked about before. It's all about tribalism when it comes to pro wrestling fans. And let's pick our flavor of the month right now. That's LA Knight. He's the flavor of the month and let's just cheer for him and let's put him over because we did it. Now, yeah. if you bring someone in who we didn't put over, we're going to boo them because that wasn't our creation. We, right. we didn't manufacture that, right? Absolutely. Yep. But, it's, but it's funny because they'll boo the person that WWE manufactured to be the, you know, the, the star, but they'll cheer the person who they manufactured, whoever it is, but they think that the outsiders are supposed to get the memo here and start, right. and start yep. and understand this. Yep. Yep. Makes absolutely no sense at all, man. Agreed. Yep. We got Rollin 1999, bro. <laughs> Last week, in regards to Booker T and others not doing jobs, Vince said that pro wrestling is not real. It's a TV show. Dr. Chris said, Taker Brett are justified because it's their name and legacy. Are not the name's legacy is fake, too? What do you think about that? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because, Rollin, what comes with the name and legacy is honor and respect. That's what comes with name and legacy. And I think when you look at Taker and Brett, a big part of Taker's legacy, bro, was locker room leader. Yeah, that's that's how Taker built the legacy. A part of how Brett built the legacy was Brett was a legit technical wrestler who took his craft. Very, very seriously. Yeah. So they, they, with, with these two guys, bro, there was a lot of honor and integrity that is not manufactured. Mm. That, that That is absolutely yeah. real. I mean, Roland, perfect case in point. You know, Brett always, you know, liked to um, uh, refer to himself as a Canadian hero. Bro, I, I swear to you. I looked at Brett as a Canadian hero, as a shoot, and I was writing the television show. Mm-hmm. But he carried himself in that manner with, with that type of honor 
and dignity and respect, that stuff's not manufactured, bro. Yeah, yeah, good point there. Yeah, we got Michael Anthony, seven ninety nine, super cut, bro. I don't watch AEW, but I saw that the acclaimed and and was blown away how over these guys are. Try find me another over team in WWE that beats them. But you got to understand, Michael, they're over to that crowd. They're over to the AEW crowd. And when you're watching these shows, bro, how many people are really in the building? So so what are we talking about, bro? Them being over to 5,000 diehard AEW fans? Bro, to me, that's not over. That's not what over is. What what, what do you think, Chris? Yeah, I, I think that's, a again, man, I really think AEW is just a really different animal, man. It, it has a lot of ECW vibes to me as far as just wanting to put themselves over and make them the star of the show and just kind of be a part, like enjoy this circus act. But the biggest circus act is the people in the audience. Yes. You know what I mean? And so, yes, yeah. and so I think what they do every week is let's out circus the current circus act in the ring. And that's became so infectious, especially with just the modern psyche of wanting to feel validated. And so because this validation culture is out circusing the circus act in the ring, I'm just going to create the circus act in the ring. You know what I mean? And so basically yeah. that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to manufacture what I want the presentation and the circus act to be in the ring. Okay. I don't like this act. Boo. Okay. Let's get them. Okay. Let's uh, okay. You come, you come to the ring. And everybody's like, yeah, you, you you cool with that? Everybody, yeah, everybody's, you know, everybody's good. So what we're going to do is we're going to put this person in the ring and we made them. So therefore, we're going to get the credit. We're going to pat each other on the back. And so that's what happens in today's culture. And so, like I said, guess what? What happens is the people who paid the tickets to watch the current acts who didn't get the memo that is going to be changed based on the audience. They're like, oh, no, <laughs> what's going on? I, I, didn't, I didn't pay to see this. And they're like, and the audience is like, boo, boo this guy. But, you know, Bro, man, that's I, how yeah. it is, man. First of all, Chris laid that out beautifully. Uh, I mean, I don't think anybody could have laid that out any better. You, you guys think I'm kidding? I can't tell you how many normal people I've spoken to that have said to me, I brought my kids to a wrestling event. And I'm never going back to another one because of the crowd. I can't tell you guys how many people have to have. It's a real thing, bro, yeah. with, with the casual fans. You're going with a family. You just want to have a good time. And you're you're around all these lunatics. Like, yeah. it's a freaking bike rally in Sturgis, bro. Like, seriously? Yeah, I've heard that from so many people, Chris. Yeah. And they're, and they're singing. Seth Rollins' yeah. song at nauseum. Yeah. You're yeah. like, okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. That seems kind of cool. And then after like 30 seconds, it's like, okay, can we can we move on? You know what I mean? And then after 45 seconds, they're like, okay, is this a part of the show? Like, because I didn't come to see this. And then after a minute, they're like, okay, this is it for me. This, this is a lot. If, if I'm going to experience this every week, like, I don't want to come. Neither do yeah. I want to watch. You know right. what I mean? If, if right. I'm a casual fan. So, yeah. Uh, we got uh Matt Riddle, or we got Ricochet defeating Shinsuke Nakamura. 
Uh, Mr. 50-50 Shisuke Nakamura, he comes to Raw and he loses on Raw, ladies and gentlemen. So how is that a a upward move at all for Shinsuke Nakamura. Is it safe to say that uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is just a placeholder nowadays? All three of these guys are. Pro, again, I'm going to ask the simple question. I I always ask this question all the time. Why am I cheering for Nakamura? Mm -hmm. Why am I cheering for Ricochet? And why am I booing Bronson Reed? Very, very, very simple question. Yeah. What, 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 what are any one of these three doing to evoke a real emotion from me? <laughs> I, what did I say? What do I say every week, Vince? Who got over every I, segment? Who yep. got over? So yep. what you did here was you have Ricochet and Shinsuke Nakamura who are in the Money Bank match, feuding with Bronson Reed, who's not in the Money in the Bank match, and he's looking as strong as they are, although he lost and he wasn't good enough to become a Money in the Bank qualifier. But them two are beefing with him, which caused them two to beef with each other, and now they're fighting each other back and forth every week with him involved. And therefore, somehow, we're supposed to think that Someone got over from this whole exchange. And, and, and whether Bronson Reed realize it, realizes it or not, all he has to do is go up to a champion and ask for a title. That's all you got, that's all you got to do. That, that, that's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. <laughs> somebody, somebody needs to smarten him up, bro. That's, that's, that's all he needs to do, bro. That's it. I didn't make it to the Money in the Bank match. Yeah. And I, I, wasn't good, I, I wasn't good enough to be one of the seven. Yeah. But then I'll spend so much of my time not really trying to get in, but just uh-huh. mad at two of them. Yeah. Just feud with them. When all of this time, all these weeks, all I had to do was just go and ask Adam Pierce for a or for That's a it. title match. That's all That's I had it. to do. That's so, it. Riddle didn't even go through Adam Pierce. He went huh. right to Guther. He just right to Guther. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so anyone who's watching this who's a current WWE talent. Instead of trying to work your way up and being number one contenders matches and money in the bank matches, all you have to do is either go to the person or go to Adam Pierce and boom, just like that, you've got a world title or any type of title. Bro, I swear to God, it's so when you look about how far we've come, I was reviewing the Attitude Era show today for Russo'sBrand.com. Yeah. Austin is the champion. He just won the belt at WrestleMania and he's got heat with Vince and he's grilling Vince because he wants to know who's my first opponent. Yeah. Uh, so he's going, Vince is the guy that's going to name his next opponent. No, and no. then you look at where we are today and we're like, <laughs> oh, bro, please. Like, really, man? Like, come on, bro. You went from. Vince McMahon to Adam Pierce. Like, it's just wow, man. Indeed. Uh, we got Matt Riddle cutting an interview, interrupted by Ludwig Kaiser, then Gunther. Um, I, I want to ask you this question. So, I know that Matt Riddle's gimmick is, uh, you know, being, being a bootless, being shoeless. He's got a bum ankle now. Why don't he just wear boots? 
<laughs> that's a great point, Chris. That's a, that's a, yeah. I would. I I think at this point I'd put boots on, maybe with a little extra support. You think so? I mean, like if if you're getting if you're getting jumped that's by Gunther, and the only thing you got to do is just stomp on your ankle more yeah, right. to make it hurt. Well, but don't you think? Don't you think that uh, the uh, the the white tape is uh, enough protection? Don't it you? Could think be. That? It could be. Well, yeah. I mean, he stomped on it, so he was still hurting profusely. I mean, it yeah. was still a lot of pain. Why don't you just put some boots on next week? Yeah. You know, and and look, look, here's what I think. If you don't have boots on next week, you should get stomped on. Yeah, because I that's agree. Your fault. I agree 100%. Yes. Uh, Ronda Rousey defeating Ra- uh, Raquel Rodriguez. We talked about that already. Uh, yeah. Finn Balor cutting a video package. Uh, when I saw this video package, I'm like, doesn't this make Seth look like the heel? Yeah. Because he's sitting there like, okay, like, okay, I broke my sh- uh, shoulder, tore, tore my labrum. And when I was at the weakest point of my life, you came out and start laughing at me. How does that, like, if you, if you close your eyes and just imagine the scenario that I just set up for you, guy is upset with other guy who tore his labrum cost him the world championship when he relinquishes the championship he goes to the beginning of the top of the aisle the beginning of the ramp the guy who tore his labrum comes out and laughs at him in his weakest moment right who's who's the baby face here the guy who tore his labrum in his weakest moment gets laughed at or the one who laughs at the one who he broke his labrum like right 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 the one who laughs at the tour of labor is the yeah. heel here. But yeah, I, for some odd reason, Seth is the baby face, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I, I, bro, I swear to God, you, you talk about man, there, and, and you know, like I said, bro, I, 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 I talk to some people inside, and when you watch this show, bro, nobody's on the same page. Hmm. Nope, there, there is not one vision, and everybody is driving that. This this ship is all over the place, bro. Yeah, it seems like it, man. It yeah, just seems it like no, it really it's, does. It yep. just, it's just like it's no uniformity. That it's just no consistency. It just feels yeah. like things are so all over the place. I agree. Like it, it, again, who do you want to build? I mean, like that's that's at the end of the day, that's what you have to really put yourself to make people look relevant, but build the top stars. I mean, that's just a tried and true method for generations within a professional wrestling who's on top and who's on the mid card to work the way up to the top. So if someone comes from the top, either gets injured or it's about time for them to, you know, derail. Like I said before, when someone's a top, a top name, either they have the championship, they're chasing the championship or someone derails them from the championship and they go to that feud and come back to chasing. That's a top star consistently. They don't do that in WWE nowadays or really pro wrestling, period. But again, a tried and true method is you're going to have that batch of stars that you want to be on the top. They're going to win consistently and continue to build themselves up, being really good quality feuds of other people who's won won consistently. And that's going to make a really good feud. That's going to make two people feel real uh, over. But nowadays you're having this person who's like, the next champion, but he's lost a few matches leading to becoming a number one contender. And then he loses the match that is the number one contender because you knew he wasn't going to lose because he wasn't built up strong enough. 
That's what happened to Finn Balor. That's basically where he is right now. Bro, you know what you're talking about? You're talking about, bro, in Hollywood and movies, okay? Uh, th there is a format. If, if it is a horror film, they follow a format, bro. Scream, Friday the 13th, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street. There is a format yeah. that they follow. If it's an action film, there is a format. There's formats for all these genres. Yeah. Bro, there used to be a format for wrestling that worked yep. very, very well. Rest the wrestling, you know, the, 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 it's no different, like I said, bro, than a horror film, than an action film, than a comedy, than a drama. There's yep. a formula. Yep. And that worked for years and years and years. But at some point, we're going to decide, oh, bro, we're going to just throw that all away. And now we're just going to go in a direction that makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. Why, bro? I have no idea. That's like that's like uh, uh, producing a Marvel or DC, you know, right. and having the star lose a few, win a few. Right. Right. Exactly. A few. exactly. Somehow we're is, supposed bro. to be captivated in that. Exactly. Like, exactly. It is, bro. What What happens is the the star gets basically a task. There's a foe that this person needs to defeat, and this person kind of builds up stamina and, you know, and it goes through adversity, gets beat down, gets beat down, and makes the comeback, the Hogan-style comeback, and wins in the end. That's the formula for Marvel and DC movies and even horror films. You have the people, you have the horror films a lot of the bad guy basically getting this, you know, come up, it's come up, it's. And you have these people like, oh, my gosh, how are we going to defeat him? And then at the end, he gets defeated. Same thing with Terminator, you know, for, for most of the series. Foles, foes, 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 defeats at the end. Same thing with Rocky. Foles, Absolutely. Foes, foes, Absolutely. Foes, Absolutely. Bro, look, look, bro, look at the Rocky. Look at the Rocky. He, he loses the first match to Apollo Creed, but all he wants to do is go to distance. Yep. So he goes the distance and he loses to the champ rightfully show. He gets a rematch. Yep. He upsets the champ. Mm -hmm. Now, when you go in Rocky three, bro, he's living high off the hog. They're in the mansion. He's got the little butler. Yep. Even his freaking manager, Mickey, is saying, bro, you're losing focus. You're losing <laughs> focus. What happens, bro? He goes in there against Club Lang and gets his clock yep. clean. There's a reason for it. Absolutely. There is a reason for it. So now after he gets his clock clean, now I got to go back to my roots. Yep. There's a got reason. Humbled. Got humbled. Yeah. Yes, he's humble. There's a reason for everything. There's no rhyme or reason with this yeah. show. Indeed. Absolutely, man. Uh, we get uh, Seth Rollins kind of name ring promo, announces Carmelo Hayes at ringside, gets attacked at the close of the promo by Finn Balor, and Carmelo Hayes comes and snatches the chair from Finn Balor and gets uh, – Seth Rollins back on the uh, up and up, man. Yeah, only to lose in a couple of minutes. Yes, only to lose. Yeah, uh, we got uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Now what? Now, now, bro, what if? What if uh, uh, Carmelo Anthony there would have taken the chair from Seth from Finn Balor? Smashed him. Smash Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, bro. What? Why can't we have that anymore? Why can't we have that anymore? House show TV, man. House show TV. Oh, man. HS TV, man. House show TV. Yeah, exactly, bro. HS TV. Yep. Uh, we get Tommaso Ciampa backstage interview. Uh, 
I mean, you know, hey, it's. Hey, bro, how many how many times have we? Oh yeah, I was home for nine months. I didn't hear from him. In nine, how, how many times have we freaking heard that, bro? And again, like, <sighs> in the world would you try to make? How are you pushing to muscle Champa by having him get beat up by someone who always gets beat up? Who always get beat up every every week? Yeah, like like open challenge. Okay, yeah, I'll go against you. I'll fight against you. Lose, 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 lose. Still haven't won a television match all year. I mean, he yeah. could be breaking a streak at this time. So what happens is, okay, we're going to make sure that Champa gets over by losing to the person who always loses. And yeah. so I know I understand that they're trying to do the the old school baby route, but at the same time. Going back to the Rocky example, if someone comes in like a Rocky and he's losing to someone like a, a Clubber Lang or a Thunder Lips or a Ivan Drago. Spider Rico. And there, there you go. And they're and, and they're and they're losing a few matches though. Like how how is how's the story made? Like if they show Ivan Drago lose a match before going for Rocky that that would diminish the buy-in to Rocky yeah, and, and, and not only that once he loses you don't care about him yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly uh we got Rollin asking 999 how do you guys distinguish between Bret Hart and Taker taking their craft seriously and Sylvester Stallone taking his craft seriously if Bret is a Canadian hero then Sylvester Stallone is an American hero I think Sylvester Stallone is an American hero. Yeah, Rocky for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I, bro, when you're when you're down to your last fifty bucks in the bank account, <laughs> and you you write an unbelievable screenplay, and they want to pay you tens of thousands of dollars for it, and you turn it down because they won't let you play the lead. Mm. That's an American hero to me, bro. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what Ron is trying to say, but I definitely think Sylvester Stallone is an American hero, bro. Yeah, yeah good point. Absolutely. Uh, 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 we have uh, Imperium talking backstage. Okay, so it was no contest because of Miz attacking Ciampa before match. Um, and, and here's the thing with the no contest real quick, man. So you're coming to tell me that I can save um uh, my um time and potentially getting injured by just attacking you before the match and the match is caught off right yeah. i can do that i mean i, I do that every week just think about an mma fight yeah yeah MMA uh, fighters going to the ring his opponent attacks and yeah, there's exactly. no consequences there's no ramifications get the purse. <laughs> there's no there's no fine there's yeah. no suspension there's yeah. nothing and I still get the purse. And it's wrestling, just, okay. bro. Wrestling, <laughs> man. Yep. Um, Imperium talking backstage. Um, and interrupted by KO and Sami Zayn. Uh, okay. You got anything on this, man? What? The uh, the tag. The Imperium talking backstage and getting interrupted by KO. No, because I got a lot for the next thing. Okay. Dominic Mysterio defeating Akira Tozawa. Was no, it wasn't that. We kind of talked about that a little bit. I'm looking at um, the summit, the Money in the Bank summit. <laughs> I, 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 I am sorry, bro. These are not professionals. 
I'm I'm sorry, bro. The the these are these are indie workers at this was god awful. It was pretty bad, man. God these are supposed to be the best women talents in the world hmm. right here cut, cutting these promos. Bro, this was god awful. If God. you were to choose one person who got over on this, Becky, because she didn't say nothing. Yeah. Seriously, she didn't. I'll tell you why Becky got over for two reasons. First of all, I'm looking at her, bro. We so, sometimes we take for granted, you know, women have women have give birth to children. Yeah, the shape she's in yeah. since giving birth to a child. So that that's what I'm noticing. Number one, bounced back, bro. Think about this. The fact that she was the only one who didn't say anything got her over. Yeah, and absolutely. Less else, is more, man. Less everybody is more. else that opened their mouths yeah. in this segment absolutely buried themselves. Yeah. Absolutely, bro. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, this was this was this was atrocious, bro. Yeah. Atrocious. Yep. Atrocious. I, I, I'm sorry, bro. I don't know how you've been on the main roster as long as um, uh, Bailey. And 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 your promos are this bad. I don't I don't understand that, bro. Because you would think the more reps, the more reps, the more reps, the more reps, the more reps. You're better. Get, and, and you've seen that with people. Mm-hmm. I've talked about this at the beginning. Go, bro. Go look at some of Charlotte's early promos mm-hmm. when she had no confidence whatsoever, and, and they were atrocious. She got better and better and better. I have not seen any improvement from Bailey from day one. I think it's just a matter of her not still. I don't think she's still really honed in or, or really comfortable in her role as much. Now, there was a time during COVID that, that her promos were better uh, on SmackDown when she was with uh, Sasha. Uh, but because she really honed in her role, it was something different. It was something fresh. But that was three years ago. You know what I mean? So yeah. at this time... Like you're gonna have to, and I'm not the big fan of like just turning people baby face or heel because you don't have anything for them. I think that's just lazy booking. I agree. But at the same time, I do think at this point, like there's no there's no options left for Bailey, man. Like you're just gonna have to do something, make a turn, go back to hug, you know, the hugger Bailey or or, or something. Like here's the thing, man. When Hogan came back, you know, from in in WCW. When he was in NWO for a while, he went back to red and yellow. Now, before the NWO, he's getting booed, you know, and that was one of the reasons, you know, like, okay, well, let's just go ahead and turn him. But it's interesting because what is Otis new again, man? So what happens is when Hogan came back in the WCW to red and yellow, man, the, the place went all through the roof because what is Otis new again? And the same people who were booing him before NWO, we're cheering him because there was some space in between seeing the same thing over and over again. I think if you bring back that baby face, Bailey, it's been way enough time to get her and refresh her in that character because this year is just not cutting it for me, man. Bro, all all it would take would be her cutting a promo at a little girl in the first row. Hmm. And then the girl's reaction and mm. like there's that oh shit moment. I'm sorry, but you, you know what I'm saying. That yeah. that's all it would take. Mm. That that's all it would take, and and that's and, and, really that, and, and that sticks with her. Yeah, and she yeah, yeah. Can't, she can't 
get that out of her mind. And then she starts realizing the good she used to do and people mm-hmm. looking up to her and, you know, look at, look at me now. Like that, that's all it would take. I love bro. that, man. Cause you can have someone like, uh, uh, EO sky or, or, or someone, you know, when, when, uh, when Dakota Kai comes back, you know, she can be egging her on and be like, come on, let's attack her, let's attack her. Or they could be, you know, they could be talking, trying to plot somebody back, you know, trying to plot to, to get somebody. And then EO and Dakota can walk away and they can still stay on Bailey. And she's just kind of contemplating, just kind of, just kind of lulling it over, just kind of thinking about like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know if I'm just in this anymore. You know what I mean? Especially after the promo, just thinking about the promo, yeah. just thinking about, yeah. And then eventually what you do is you have all, you know, you have EO and Dakota double, double team someone. And then all of a sudden you have Bailey just kind of sit back and then attack EO and Dakota. And then that would just boom, you get that, that'd get the blow the roof off. That'll really get her over. And then it'll go back to the baby face. And it'll be interesting because I would actually find the parents to that person and I would have them bring her back. I would pay for the ticket, have that kid come back in that front row, and then her cut a promo again telling her thank you. You know what yeah. I mean? Her thank you for causing her to see the yeah. light again. You know, yeah. for so long, you know, I, I was with this damage control. I was really trying to go the wrong route of trying to get on the top. And I realized that what got me on the top before and got me this champion was the way that I should have done it the whole time. You yeah. know what I mean? And so that would have really worked. You know, yeah. Yep. Um, we have the Gunther defeating Sami Zayn. We talked about that as far as the 50-50. That was probably the worst thing on the show for me. I'm 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 so bro, I'm I'm looking at you know Sh- Sami Zayn took his shirt off tonight. Yeah. And I see, and, and this is what's BS to me, bro. I'm looking at Sami Zayn and I'm looking at myself at 62. Bro, this guy's got the same definition I do. And 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 Sami Zayn is what 40, what he's at least 15 years younger than I am, and then we know what Gunther Gunther looked like and what he looks like now. Yeah. Based on that alone, bro, one guy putting in the work and one guy not, I ain't going 50-50 with these two guys. <laughs> Chris, I, I got a great story, bro. Like This is what this reminds me of. We, we broke up the Dudleys. Hmm. And when we broke up the Dudleys, Bubba got in tremendous shape. Mm-hmm. And Devon didn't. Mm. And we really started pushing De- uh, Bubba. And Devon came to me and said, Vince, what, what gives? And I'm like, bro, look at the shape Bubba's gotten himself into. And with all due respect, because Devon knew I loved him like a brother. I'm like, bro, look at you. Bro, Devon didn't say one word because he knew I was right. Mm. And what did he do? Then he went and got in Bubba shape. Mm. But that's what I'm talking about, bro. When you look when you look at the transformation of Gunther and 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 the work that had to go into that, yeah. why is a guy that, like Sami Zayn that looks like he 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 never goes to a gym? Why is he going 50-50 with this guy, bro? Yeah. Agreed, man. You got you got to build stars. Again, you got to know who are the stars you want to put over and you got to protect them. Like yeah. Sami Zayn and Gunther can't get over the same match. No. Like who's going to get it? Who's going to get over? It? And I think that's the problem a lot when it comes to these wrestlers. They want uh, it comes to these wrestling matches and these these productions and these this writing. 
They want to protect both people in the match. Either one, don't book one person to be in the match who you want to protect, or two, book someone in the match that you don't want to protect and to have the person demolish. I Bro, mean, if you want to protect Sammy, protect Sammy by Gunther not being able to put him away. That's yeah. how you protect yeah. Sammy, not not by Sammy getting covers on Gunther. Yeah. Gunther cannot put him away. The, the more he can't put him away, the more frustrated he's getting. Mm-hmm. You know, Sammy's rolling out of the ring. He's doing everything. That's how you get yeah. Sammy over. When Sammy starts covering Gunther, I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here, Chris, and I'm saying, and so is every other casual fan. This is BS, man. Yeah. If these two were to really have a fight, it would not look like this. Yeah. Good point, man. Good point. Uh, we got uh, Natalia cutting the best days promo. Any, anything on any thoughts on this, man? What, Bro, what, I don't. I listen. They, they, they're going to go round three. And I, if they have Rhea Ripley beat her the same exact way, Natalia's dead. I, I mean, bro, there was definitely a story here that they could have told about Natalia's self-doubt. Mm-hmm. My God, I'm a heart. I, I've got this legacy to live up to, man. Uncle Brett's, you know, looking at me and, you know, my family's looking at me. I, I've got the name. I've got the reputation. And this champion is manhandling me, embarrassing me. Now, bro, the battle becomes within herself. Mm-hmm. Do I have this anymore? I don't want to be an embarrassment to my family. Is it time to quit? The, the battle is within that's the story. She goes out there, bro, and loses a third time to Rhea Ripley. Good night, Irene. You 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 had to tell that story after she got her butt kicked at the pay-per-view. That's yeah. when you had to start telling that story like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Do I still have it? Chris, that's a question we all ask ourselves, especially every pro athlete, yeah. especially every that has, pro athlete. That has tenure. Yes, Yes. do I still have it to compete at this level? That's the real story, bro. Very true. Uh, Finn Balor defeating Carmelo Hayes. We talked about that. Uh, Cody Rose cutting a backstage interview with uh, his dog. I'm like, we're going to paint him this much of a baby face. Now he's back (laughs) there with his dog. Bro, is he going to have his kid next week? Like, what what, what are we doing here, bro? What what are we doing? Did you see his shirt? What did it say? <laughs> it said George's own Cody Rhodes. <laughs> oh, bro, bro. It's going to backfire on them like everything else. It's going to backfire, man. Even if you live, you know, uh, it doesn't matter who where you're from, as long as you're from some town in Georgia. Like if if I'm if I'm I'm from Columbus, if I go to Cincinnati, yeah, I don't wear a shirt that says Ohio's own. Me too. I go I go when when I'm on Long Island and I go upstate New yeah. York. Bro, <laughs> bro, meanwhile his 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 cast was coming off during yes, the match. Yes, it was. I you didn't know, know it. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> great. Great job. Great job. Good. Speaking of that, he beats Damian Priest. We talked about that as far as just. The terrible booking of Damian Priest, yeah. man. But that's so, why, bro. They're turning him baby face so that they're going to beat him to death, thinking everybody's going to forget about that once he becomes a baby. Yeah, but the problem with that is, man, a lot of times the strongest baby faces are the biggest heels. 
You know what I mean? Like it, it you you're really building your 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 reps as a heel and you're this big heel. Flair did it all the time, man. Yeah, like he yeah, was a yeah. huge heel and the pendulum swing made him a stronger babyface. I agree. If you're a heel down here, like when it's kind of bottoming out and then yeah. you turn babyface, there's no momentum shift there. Like yeah. the more momentum you get as a heel, it shifts that much more as a baby face yeah but he's he like he's here there's no shift there it's like oh he's a heel okay well now he's here it's a baby yeah. face. It's, i agree it's, it's i agree bro yep let them know about the brand my man yeah guys check it out man russo's brand.com bro you'll get this every day all week long indeed ladies and gentlemen follow at the vince russo right underneath his name yes follow at Chris Prolific, run underneath my name. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, this has been another episode of Legion of Raw. Vince Russo, Dr. Chris, have a good night, everybody. Solo!